0: This is an ABC podcast. Do you remember when Melania Trump plagiarised Michelle Obama's speech at the Republican National Convention?
1: We want our children and all children in this nation. We want our children in this nation to to know. know that the only limit to the height of your achievements is the reach of your dreams. That the only limit to your achievements is the strength of your dreams. And and your your willingness willingness to to work work hard for for them.
0: That's when I first came across Paul Manafort.
2: There's no cribbing of Michelle Obama's speech.
0: Manafort was Trump's campaign manager and he went on TV to defend Melania.
2: What she did was use words that are common words. And uh, to think that she would do something like that, knowing how scrutinised her speech was going to be last night, is just really absurd.
0: The plagiarism allegations weren't absurd. But I suppose at the time, Paul Manafort had more serious things on his mind.
1: Are there any ties between Mr. Trump, you or your campaign, and Putin and his regime?
0: No,
2: there are not. It's absurd. Uh, and, you know, there's no basis to it.
1: But in the case of Paul Manafort,
0: it wasn't absurd at all. <music> I'm Matt Bevan, and this is Russia if you're listening a podcast about the investigation into Russia's involvement in the 2016 US presidential election. Today, Paul Manafort.
1: It is even more clear tonight that Paul Manafort is in a world of trouble.
0: In four years, he went from making millions of dollars in Ukraine to working with Donald Trump to jail. He is a dead man walking. How did this man get landed with over a dozen federal indictments? And why is he still refusing to flip? Paul Manafort is a political operator with decades of experience. He wrangled campaigns for US Republican candidates from Richard Nixon to Bob Dole. We're now joined by Paul Manafort, Deputy Convention Director for the George Bush campaign. He also worked as a lobbyist.
2: The technical term for what we do is lobbying. I will admit that in a narrow sense,
0: some people might term it influence peddling. He even worked for dictators around the world, although that didn't always go so well.
1: We have suggested that the era of Mobutuism in Zaire is over.
0: Military dictator Mobutu Sese Seko had to flee. The way in which he eventually fell from power was clans rose up against him. President Siad Barre was chased out of the country.
2: There is a mutiny, military and civilian, against President Marcos and his government.
0: Ferdinand Marcos, too, had to cut and run. All clients of Paul Manafort, all exiled you'd think having multiple clients outed in revolutions would be a smear on your resume. But this didn't stop Paul Manafort getting a job in 2005 with Viktor Yanukovych, the Prime Minister of Ukraine. Yanukovych was kind of what you'd call a fixer-upper. He has almost no charisma at all. He is a giant six-foot-four guy with resting murder face. He looks more like a mobster's bodyguard than a president. He also couldn't speak Ukrainian very well as he'd grown up in the Russian-speaking east of the country. So Paul Manafort got to work. In exchange for millions and millions of dollars in cash from questionable sources, Manafort gave Viktor Yanukovych a full makeover. He switched out his undertaker aesthetic for Italian suits and a stylish hairdo. Manafort even got him elocution lessons. It took five years, but eventually Manafort got his man elected president.
1: With all the votes in Ukraine's Central Election Commission gave Viktor Yanukovych a 3.5% victory over his rival, Prime Minister Yulia Tymoshenko. But winning wasn't enough.
0: He also wanted his election opponent jailed. Yulia Tymoshenko, the first female Prime Minister of Ukraine, well known for her pro-European views and crown of plaited blonde hair, was tossed in the slammer. Ukraine's former prime minister, Yulia Tymoshenko has been in a lot of trouble lately. He accused her of corruption, bribery, abuse of office and even murder. She has now served 18 months of a seven-year prison term for abuse of power. All the while, Paul Manafort was out lobbying Western politicians that she deserved to be in jail. Yanukovych also wanted to move Ukraine away from US and European alliances and team up with Putin's Russia. This made him popular in the Russian-speaking east of the country, but Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, is in the pro-European west. Just a few months before the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, violent protests broke out in Kiev. At least 100 people, and possibly many more, died in the revolution against Viktor Yanukovych. Two days before the closing ceremony in
1: Sochi, Viktor Yanukovych did what Manafort's clients often do. The president tonight is in hiding and just look at the images coming in now. Families wandering the grounds of his luxury home outside the capital today, taking turns playing on his private golf course, helping themselves to his golf clubs.
0: Yanukovych fled the country to Russia.
1: You just imagine all the ranges of, of the corruption that, that happened in Ukraine and it's 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 just, it's a crazy thing.
0: Yulia Tymoshenko was released from jail and Viktor Yanukovych's regime was dismantled.
1: What we saw here today was a revolution. For the second time in a decade, Ukraine has ousted its president, sending shockwaves from Washington to Moscow and dealing a massive blow to Vladimir Putin's Russia.
0: Over nine years, Manafort was paid tens of millions of dollars to act as Viktor Yanukovych's fixer. The problem was some of that money allegedly came from taxpayers rather than the political party. And additionally, Manafort didn't really feel like paying US taxes on his earnings when they got back to America. So, what do you do when you need to hide your dirty money? You launder it. In Breaking Bad, Walter White and his wife Skyler buy a car wash. There is more money here than we could spend in ten lifetimes. I certainly can't launder it. Not with a hundred car washes. In The Sopranos, Tony works in sanitation.
1: I'm in a waste management business. Everybody immediately assumes you're mobbed up. It's a stereotype, and it's offensive.
0: In Manafort's case, he went shopping. Every few months, he bought new suits, antiques, Range Rovers, a Mercedes-Benz, and carpets.
1: Millions of dollars spent on antique rugs.
0: Like a lot of carpets. I'm talking a new carpet every three months for two years from the same shop. One day, he was in such a spending mood that he bought $65,000 in rugs, then drove four hours across five states to buy $13,000 in suits, and then wired $34,000 to a landscaper in the Hamptons. On another day, he even spent a cool few million on an apartment on the 43rd floor of Trump Tower. All in all, Moneybags Manafort made $12 million worth of what Muller calls suspicious transactions. And the odds are that Manafort isn't just nuts about rugs. It's probably money laundering. Manafort denies that he acted illegally, but it is certainly suspicious. Money laundering happens all the time, but it's rarely investigated. Unless, of course, you happen to become tangled up in the biggest counterintelligence investigation in American history. And while we know that Manafort was a wealthy man, hiding his money in cars, suits and rugs, he was perhaps not the best at managing his money. And suddenly the cash had stopped coming in. After Yanukovych fled, Manafort and his deputy, Rick Gates, were out of a job. And to make matters worse, a Russian oligarch named Oleg Deripaska started calling in debts. He had lent millions to Manafort and Gates and was also paying part of the bill for their work with Yanukovych. Oleg Deripaska is a guy you do not want to mess with.
1: Everybody in the US, I say, I'm going to interview Oleg Deripaska. And they say, that guy's scary.
0: This is CNBC asking Deripaska just how scary he is to his face.
1: That's what they say. That guy's scary. And
0: I just wonder, when you hear that, does that make you feel good or annoyed? I pay no attention. Deripaska is one of Putin's best mates, and he controls pretty much the entire Russian aluminium industry. So what do you do when threatened by one of the scariest and most powerful people in the world? You panic. According to the Mueller indictment, Manafort and Gates spent two years after they fled Ukraine engaging in bank fraud, tax fraud and more money laundering in a desperate attempt to pay off their debts. They even employed a former Russian military spy known as Costa to go around Ukraine trying to raise money for them. This went on for two years, with Manafort dodging Deripaska until he finally found a new job.
1: Are you the boss's boss now? I work directly for the boss.
0: Working for Donald Trump as his convention manager.
1: So that's it? You only have one guy you listen to and it's Trump? Well, I listen to everybody. But
2: I have one man that's, whose voice sounds louder than everybody else's.
1: OK, well, the, the one guy you have to listen to that's is Trump.
0: And he took the job for free.
2: And, uh, and he reached out to some people who suggested me we got together. I've known Donald since the 1980s and uh, we talked about it and he felt I could help him as I felt and uh, he made the changes.
0: Which is a pretty weird thing to do when you're being chased for millions of dollars by a Russian oligarch. Pretty weird until you find out that he might have been getting paid in a different way. Two weeks after getting the job, Manafort allegedly sent an email offering Deripaska private briefings on how the Trump campaign was going, seemingly in exchange for the settlement of debts. CNN asked Deripaska about that last year. Did he offer you those private briefings to
1: try and repay some of that debt to you? Is that why he offered them? Get lost, please. Thank you.
0: Paul Manafort himself said that he was a conduit for various former business partners to get in with Trump.
2: Am I involved in politics? Yes. Do I have relationships that go back into the system? Yes. Some of those relationships see me as a bridge to Trump now. They want to be for Trump. They didn't have a way in.
0: Soon after he got the job with Donald Trump, Manafort got a promotion. Paul
1: Manafort has done an amazing job.
0: He's here someplace. Where's Paul? He was now in charge of the entire campaign and his buddy Rick Gates was his second-in-command.
1: Delegates and alternates, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2016 Republican National Convention.
0: This is where the Republican Party comes together to talk about their policies leading up to the election and nominate their presidential candidate.
1: The chair announces that Donald J. Trump has been selected as the Republican Party nominee for President of the United States.
0: All your favorite Team Trump officials were at the 2016 convention in Cleveland. Jeff Sessions, J.D. Gordon, and Carter Page. And the Russian ambassador to the U.S. managed to snag some face time with all three of those guys. I, I'm not gonna deny that I talked with them. Although so you I, will to say,
1: him. I will say that I never met him anywhere outside of Cleveland.
0: At the convention, the Trump campaign asked for just one Republican Party policy to be changed. Just one. Don't give weapons to Ukraine to fight the Russians. A policy change that Putin would be very happy about. It contradicted the view of almost every Republican foreign policy leader in Washington. The policy led to this frankly bizarre exchange between Donald Trump and ABC News' George Stephanopoulos.
1: Why didn't you soften the GOP platform on Ukraine? Uh, I wasn't involved in that. Honestly, the I was not involved. Are. Yeah, I was not involved in that. I'd like to... Uh, uh, I'd have to take a look at it, but I was not involved.
0: News reports suggest that Paul Manafort and Rick Gates were the masterminds behind the policy change.
1: They softened it, I heard.
0: Donald Trump said there was no need for the weapons because Putin wasn't going into Ukraine.
1: OK, just so you understand, he's not going to go into Ukraine. Uh, you can mark it down, you can put it down, you can take it anywhere well, already you want. he's there, isn't he? okay. Well, he's there in a certain way, but I'm not there, you have Obama there. US
0: policy is to demand that Vladimir Putin return Crimea to Ukraine,
1: but Donald Trump wasn't on board. You know, the people of Crimea, from what I've heard, would rather be with Russia than where they were.
0: So what did Donald Trump hear, and which person familiar with Ukrainian politics would have told him that? How much influence did you have on changing that language, sir? Uh, I had none. Manafort said he didn't hear of it until the convention was over.
2: No, it absolutely did not come from the Trump campaign. I don't know who everybody is, but I guarantee you... So there's nobody, nobody from the, platform, the Trump we... campaign wanted that change in the platform? Not, no one. Zero.
0: Just a few months before the election, Manafort was forced to leave the Trump campaign.
1: Some breaking news here. More changes at the very top of the Trump campaign. I'm told that this morning, uh, his campaign chairman Paul Manafort offered and Donald Trump accepted his resignation. His uh, ties so, uh, to Ukraine uh, had been, been discovered. All of these uh, reports and these stories that have been out about uh, exactly what was his involvement uh, with Viktor Yanukovych, uh, who was the prime minister of the Ukraine, and uh, what connections were there to Russia, Manafort and Trump
0: kept in touch, all the way into Trump's presidency. The President and Manafort were still talking earlier this year, well after the campaign. Not to mention, Manafort's business partner Rick Gates stayed with Trump until the inauguration, despite the fact that he had the exact same business history as Manafort. By the way, after Manafort lost his position in the Trump campaign, Oleg Deripaska, the scary aluminium guy, suddenly started demanding that his debts be paid. But that was only the beginning of Paul Manafort's problems. A year later, when Donald Trump was in the White House and Robert Mueller was investigating the connections between Trump and Russia, Paul Manafort got a knock at the door. It was the FBI. They raided his house. He ended up under house arrest with two electronic ankle bracelets on to make sure he didn't make a run for it. Donald Trump and the White House have spent a year trying to distance themselves from him.
1: And then obviously there's been this discussion of, of Paul Manafort who played a very limited role for a very limited amount of time. To be clear, he was the boss of the
0: campaign for several months.
1: I know Mr Manafort, haven't spoken to him in a long time, but I know him. he was with the campaign, as you know, for a very short period of time. But Donald Trump has also maintained
0: that Paul Manafort has done nothing wrong.
1: I've always found Paul Manafort to be a very decent man.
0: Robert Mueller wasn't the only one investigating Paul Manafort. The new government of Ukraine were also forming a case against him to try and get back the money Viktor Yanukovych allegedly stole from their government and gave to Manafort. But last year, the new president of Ukraine met with Donald Trump.
1: Thank you very much. It's wonderful to have President Poroshenko with us. Uh, We spent some time recently in the White House, and I know you've made... Good progress since then. A lot of progress, actually.
0: And two things happened.
1: And I wouldn't say it's the easiest place right now to live, but you're making it better and better on a daily basis. And I do hear very, very good things. So Ukraine is uh, coming along pretty well. Pretty well.
0: Firstly, the Trump administration sold Ukraine the weapons they wanted to use to fight Russia after all. And Ukraine dropped the investigation into Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort is potentially facing life in prison for the financial crimes he allegedly committed to pay off his debts. But he hasn't taken a plea deal, which means that of right now, nobody in this whole story is in more
1: legal trouble than Paul Manafort. He is, frankly, from a, just looking at this, from a cold-blooded prosecutor standpoint, uh, he is a dead man walking. That's former White House counsel Nelson Cunningham. He's the only person, only American, who's been indicted by Mueller who has not yet pleaded guilty. The others, Michael Flynn, Papadopoulos, even Manafort's co-defendant, Rick Gates, have pleaded guilty. Rick Gates
0: signed a plea bargain, so he essentially works for Mueller now.
2: This guilty plea is a sign that Gates is now willing to offer up incriminating information against the former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort.
0: Manafort was put under house arrest, but that only lasted a few months. He and his Russian spy friend, Costa, had allegedly been witness tampering. Which is a bit of a no-no when you're out on bail. So... We're just getting the
2: news now uh, that the yeah. judge has determined that Paul Manafort will go to jail and his, his bail has been revoked.
0: It's not clear what Manafort knows about the Trump campaign's connections to Russia. So far, none of the charges Manafort is facing have anything to do with Trump or the campaign. Manafort has denied all allegations and pleaded not guilty to
1: all charges. He is 69 years old, he's facing counts in both jurisdictions. That are absolutely ironclad. It's He took millions of dollars from the Ukrainians, he failed to report himself as a foreign agent, he failed to pay taxes on that money and he hid it through offshore accounts. Uh, it's absolutely cut and dried. Beyond potentially changing Republican Party policy in a way
0: that Russia would like, it's not entirely clear what Paul Manafort did to assist a Russian attempt to influence the 2016 election. But Robert Mueller continues to offer Manafort a way out.
1: Today is the first day of the rest of his life, and he's looking at the rest of his life behind bars. He has two things that might get him out of jail. One of those is cooperating with Mueller and finding a way to help him complete his investigation. And the second is the Hail Mary pass of a pardon from the president.
0: Coming up next week, Donald Trump, Jr., a man who grew up with everything.
1: You know, we're the only sons of billionaire that you know are as comfortable in a D10 Caterpillar bulldozer as we are in a golf cart.
0: Who followed his dad into the family business?
1: Good evening, I'm Donald Trump Jr., the son of a great man.
0: And one fateful day took what turned out to be a pivotal meeting just a few floors below Manafort's apartment in Trump Tower.
1: Donald Trump Jr. and other senior members of the Trump campaign were hoping to get dirt about Hillary Clinton from Russians.
0: A now infamous powwow between Paul Manafort, Donald Trump Jr., Jared Kushner and a whole bunch of Russians.
1: In retrospect, I probably would have
0: done things a little differently. A meeting I'm sure Robert Mueller is very, very keen to talk to Paul Manafort about.
1: It's not a smoking gun. But it is a gun (laughs) meeting with a Russian bullet about their mutual desire to smoke.
0: That's coming up next on Russia If You're Listening.